Warning, Tongue and Geek contains heavy spoilers. If you haven't read, watched, or played the content being reviewed this episode, know that we will definitely spoil major plot points. Also, this show isn't for kids. We use words like and and it would take too much time and effort to edit them all out. Please don't tell our moms. listeners, and welcome to Tongue in Cheer, where two more white guys on the internet share their unsolicited opinions on all things holly and jolly. I'm Isaac. I'm Tyler. And today we're joined by our dear friend Erica. Say hi, Erica. Hey, guys. Fantastic. We're also joined by Erica's sister, Lara. Say hi, Lara. Hi, Lara. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Today... We are reviewing Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 2000 live-action adaptation of Dr. Seuss's 1957 classic children's book, directed by Ron Howard and starring, of course, Jim Carrey as the titular Grinch. Tyler, would you like to give us some background on this one? (laughs) Um... There really isn't anything all that interesting about background, except for I found it amusing that when Hollywood was trying to get permission from the estate of Dr. Seuss to pursue adaptations, one of the conditions, I think, from his wife, from his widow, uh, with the Grinch movie was that the person who was going to play the Grinch had to be like an A- A-list caliber actor. So that's where names like Jack Nicholson and Dustin Hoffman came from, You're like right. <laughs> to play the Grinch and they landed on Jim Carrey. So um, just in an alternate universe where Jack Nicholson and or Dustin Hoffman played the Grinch, I really want to see what that movie looks like. Mm-hmm. Other candidates included Robin Williams, Tom Hanks, yep, Tim Williams. Curry, and Eddie Murphy. Oh, Tim Curry. Yeah. That would have oh, been fucking phenomenal. Been amazing. I can't imagine Jack Nicholson, though, being <laughs> horrific. Hey, Cindy. <laughs> yeah. I had a change of heart. It grew three sizes too big. <laughs> Uh, he's, just, he's smoking a cigar the whole time. <laughs> speaking of um, Dr. Seuss's wife, Audrey Geisel, is that correct? Geisel? Geisel? Sounds about right. Something like that. Uh, she vetoed several jokes from the original screenplay. Yeah, that were sexual in nature. Mm-hmm. Also including one where the Grinch had the cat in the hat stuffed as a trophy on his wall. Oh, that's That would have been awesome. Why does she let the Grinch be nude? Because <laughs> he's, he's nude in the original. the source material. It is, but then later he puts on clothing. So we're drawing attention to the fact that he's nude. Well, a, I don't think the, it's as it's bad the as the, the fishnet. <laughs> Specifically the yeah, fishnet. Yeah, it's just fucking fishnet. <laughs> okay. There's some other stuff. You know, it won the Academy Award for Best Makeup. It was nominated for Best Art Direction, Best Costume Design, Highest Grossing Film of 2000, and the third highest grossing yep. holiday film of all time. Can you guess the top two? Home Alone. That's number two. Die Hard. <laughs> I wish. Um, <laughs> oh, the first Christmas one's gonna. Story? De- yeah, no, the first Christmas one story was a flop when it came out. Really? Huh? Did you say no. the first one's gonna what? It's gonna, gonna depress us. you. It's, it's gonna be like Christmas with the Crane. Is it no. the you'll shoot your eye out kid one? No, no that, I just no. said that one bombed when yeah, it first came was, out. No. Oh, did it really? Unfortunately, the number one highest grossing holiday film is the 2018 version of The Grinch by Luke. Really? Yeah. 
Really? No, I guess I believe that because people love to bring their kids to see stupid shit. I don't remember that being a that. box office success. Illumination movies make attention. money. They make big, big, big money. <laughs> well, that's stupid. Suck, though. Except for the Mario <laughs> movie coming out. The tra second trailer just dropped and it looks phenomenal. Please, God, don't let Illumination mess that up. Please. Anyway, The Grinch, where are we starting with this one? Uh, That's a good question. Holds two by... of the three top grossing <laughs> Christmas yeah. movie of all time. People slots. like the fucking Grinch, I guess. It does. That's wild. Directed by Ron Howard. And if you look at the poster, that dog on the poster doesn't really look at all like the dog in the movie, which is saying something <laughs> which because one? there's so many dogs in the movie. <laughs> we need to talk about all the dogs in the movie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Is that our, is that where we're going to lead off? Erica brought it up. I did. It's really something because this is like a ch like at least for Lara and I, it's like a cherished childhood movie. And you, it just when we rewatched it to do the pod, I was like, I I know what I'm getting into, but honestly, it just get gets better with age. Oh my god! Like I don't <laughs> think his little like weird fishnet robe. Like when I was watching that as like you know a child, I was like, yeah, okay, sure. But then as you get older, you're like, that's weird. That's really weird. And then mm. when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, there's a dog on screen and then when you get older you're like that is a sequence of dogs a different dog yeah in every look, scene did they put something on their ears different. their ears don't look real yeah no, their ears are definitely like prosthetics on yeah. every I single dog so. i thought so because they're so long <laughs> <laughs> they genetically bred specific dogs for this movie to have extra long ears <laughs> That's how committed to realism and for verisimilitude for this movie. It's like in the original animated Grinch slash, mm -hmm. I guess, also the children's book. Like, the dog's ears aren't fluffy like that. So I don't know why we were so committed to it. It was an artistic choice by Ron Howard. Yes, yes. That that had to One of many baffling artistic choices <laughs> by Ron Howard. I think you Six mean inspired. <laughs> yes. Brilliant and groundbreaking. Do, do we want to get the um, elephant in the room out of the way? Yeah. The Horton? Get Horton out of the Whoville? Let's get Horton out of the Whoville. Three out of four of us love this film. <laughs> oh, <okay>. One of <laughs> us used to hate it and is mostly just okay with it now. That person is me. And that person Through years uh, of being beaten down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably not going to have a great time with this episode, uh, friends, because all fact, I do is get yelled at for not liking this the Weird only reason I was movie. invited was to add to the dog pile against yes. Tyler's yes. opinions. Nobody has roasted me feelings. to tears like Lara has in my life. So. For years. For years. I, yes. I will admit, mm. I actually had a period of time where I did not like this film. I loved it as a kid. Then I had a period where I was like, oh man, this doesn't capture the spirit of the original. It's not as good as the original. And then I came to understand the brilliance of this over time. So... <laughs> I, I understand you're you're on the downward curve, but you're coming back up, my friend. You'll see it soon. I, you'll get there. I don't think Maybe I'm going to reach Maybe in another couple summit. decades, yes. you'll really Seven try to see viewings. the true genius. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to reach the summit. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm drawing the line right. You got to get to the top of mountain. Mount Crumpet. <laughs> I'm, I'm on my own Mount Crumpet of like, what the fuck do people see in this movie? <laughs> because I'll, I, it's like. I don't want to be pedantic and be like, well, it's just nostalgia. But I, I do think that if I was there at the, like, because for some reason when this came out, like, I just didn't see it. I don't mm -hmm. know why. I just didn't get around to seeing it. So I think maybe if I had, I would 
harbor more love for it, but as I mean, it stands... Because you didn't play the video game that you rented from Blockbuster. <laughs> I'm sorry that I didn't have a weird childhood where all you pl- where all I yeah. played as a child was, like, we shitty licensed video, video game. games. Yeah, like, that we had for three days and then we brought back and we never finished. Yeah. Yeah. Had it on Game uh, Boy Color, baby. <laughs> it really enhances, like, how you feel about the movie, though, because, like, you know, you're playing the Grinch and you're running around and they have all these little catchphrases they'll say, like, you want to know what happens to your gifts? You just say that while you're like, yes, on a this pogo is the stick. era of gaming where like they had three lines that the characters just repeat. looped every five yeah. minutes of like, gameplay. Like Soul Robber. Soul Robber. Soul Robber. Soul Robber. That's so bad. That is imprinted in my wherever memories oh, are imprinted in, in your Kingdom brain. Hearts huh? <laughs> yep. Fire! <laughs> I think we're getting off topic. I love you, topic. Sora, but you're stupid. Um, I did want to. I did want to circle back to the dogs because I really, hate, I really hate that. Guys, if anybody's listening to this and they haven't rewatched The Grinch, rewatch it and pay close attention to the dogs. You'll notice. It's, it's genuinely, it's such a good way to rewatch the movie. It's yeah. just focusing purely on. There's facts. one of them that's yeah. so fluffy. One of them so yeah. fluffy. One of them that looks just so completely different from every yeah. other dog. It's There's so one great. scene where it's a pretty regular looking dog, then a giant floof, and then all of a sudden a regular dog again. So it is pretty interesting. I was trying to nail down most sources say there were six dogs who played Max, but I did find a really detailed article that said there were actually 11 dogs who played Max and that they rotated shifts throughout the day working 25 minute sets. Get the story straight, Hollywood. Which was it? What are you covering up about the actors who played Max? Five of them went missing, here? it sounds like. Oh, God. <laughs> From one source to the next. I'm pretty sure Jim Carrey ate them for power. Like, we, we discussed this in our last character. viewing. I'm pretty sure that Jim Carrey went full lock and throat during the filming of this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The, the effects, the makeup effects are credited to legendary makeup artist Rick Baker, but we think that's just a cover for Jim Carrey actually from his will transforming (laughs) into the Grinch every time he was on set. (laughs) He committed a dark curse during the holidays to become the Grinch. Paunch and all. He just looks so real. Good God, that Grinch suit looks so real. Let's talk about the Grinch suit. That thing is hyper-realistic. It's insane how close they've gotten it to where, like, his face just bends with it. Like, the mask and makeup and everything, it's just so... It's like he's there. It's not just, like, a mask like you'd see in anything else. It's like, it's him! It's that weird, grinchy face. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Carrey said he was actively losing his mind having to sit through that makeup every single day. Which explains a lot about the performance, actually. It it was two and a half hours to apply. Are you oh, sure? I thought it was way I read, longer. I read longer. Well, That's usually what with movies said. like this, with by the end of production, usually the application process gets a lot quicker. Yeah, he spent ninety-two oh days God. in the Grinch makeup. Yeah, Jesus I did. That's I see that as far well. too. Yeah, I could see being just completely and totally insane by the end of that. Yeah. So, I mean, when you look at reviews for this movie, like there are a lot of people who are very critical of this film. But once you know the context of how long it took Jim Carrey to get into the suit, along with like the way he was on set, oh, yeah. like I'm honestly amazed this movie even got made. Yeah, he was a nightmare. Just, <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like he brought that nightmare energy to it. (laughs) 
Because like, that's what you think of when you think much. of the Grinch. Nightmare energy. Uh, he, yeah. he goes full monster in this, and it's amazing. Yeah, the part, the part with, like, the symbols and the monkey, and when he slowly <laughs> turns around to look at Cindy Lou, like... Knowing what I know now about how he was on set, that's like a genuinely a creepy part. Like, like it's <laughs> genuinely unsettling. As uh, a monster movie, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> his makeup artist, um, Kazuhiro, said that Carrie was like a monster on set. After two weeks, they could only finish like three days worth of shooting mm. because he would just suddenly disappear and come back with like yeah. the suit ripped apart. Uh, Hero actually <laughs> left. After. Yeah, Hero actually left for yeah. a while. He wouldn't come back until Carrie, like, had a conversation with Rick Baker and Howard, like, about keeping his anchor in check. Because (laughs) Carrie was, Carrie kicked a hole in this trailer out of frustration of this suit. Like, he was going nuts. It's it's, it's interesting because I've been, we've all, I think it's safe to say, have been fans of Jim Carrey since we were kids. But... You hear for a while that he was a fucking asshole and a diva for a big part of his career. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just think of him not being able to handle his makeup, which, hey, you know, it's a lot of fucking makeup. You're wearing it for a long time. Who knows how you're going to react? But I just compare him to John Rhys Davies, who played Gimli in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He had allergic reactions to his makeup. It always irritated his face. And he did three fucking movies. And, like, everybody's just like, he was such a gentleman. He, like, he was never rude. He never snapped at anybody. He just hated his makeup. (laughs) There was a child actor who had an exact same style suit. Josh Ryan Evans played the young Grinch. And he had the exact same deal that he had to go through. Good point. Granted, he had less He didn't have to do it for 92 days, to be fair. But, yeah, it's hard. There is definitely a thing where it's like, yeah, I'm sure that sucked but also you're kind of being a diva jim mm-hmm. carrey maybe yeah. calm down and the Don't baby that they put day. the full grinch makeup on they even did it for a baby it was actually 11 babies <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 11 ba- okay that was the grinch could, actually um, <laughs> i don't know if you guys could hear me hyperventilating i did and i was I, wondering what was happening okay isaac the most wonderful thing that could have possibly happened happened okay I found a picture it was in fact six dogs i found a picture of all six dogs together this is it's incredible. going in discord okay. and in my opinion it should be the cover on youtube of this be, oh, of this okay. episode okay you guys need to see these fucking <laughs> beautiful babies all together oh all my right. you can see how absolutely different they look oh wow yeah I mean, yeah. same color, but Look like once you get amazing. to the face, they Wait, are totally so different. that second one on the right is nowhere close to the other's face. <laughs> the second no, one on the, the right thing. is the one that spent the most time on screen. That's Kelly, right? I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why all they look different in every scene because Kelly did the most scenes, and then the other ones are Chip, Topsy, Stella, Zelda, and Bo. Imagine they all look completely different. Imagine a film where you need five stunt doubles for the dog, just like. It's a very dog-heavy movie. Well, what I'm liking is the yeah. Robert Muldoon from Jurassic Park looking dude in the background. This, this is making <laughs> oh, terrible guy. audio. We're just talking about a picture. This is a wonderful picture. but Well, <laughs> if it's the thumbnail, everyone can just look at the thumbnail. Yes, so. Screw what you were going to pick, Isaac. This, <laughs> this is the thumbnail. Um, should we actually talk about what the differences are between this almost two-hour movie and the 30-minute animated Yes, so obviously they have to add a lot to expand this into a two-hour film. We get the Grinch's oh, oh, or... Oh, am I still here? 
Isaac. Yeah. Let, let's just let him talk and, wait. and then see where he comes back. And Larry, can you hear me? Larry. I can hear you just Larry. fine. This, it must be a problem with them. Too. Oh, it's them. Okay. No. Nah. You wait. didn't you didn't cut out or anything at all. Okay. I'll yeah. keep no, the recording. It sounds like it sounds back. like oh. they can't hear us at oh, all. Okay. <laughs> oh, you there? Yeah, we're yep, here. We're okay, here. you guys cut out for a second. Great. Oh, okay, so yeah. we all cut out. Me, no, me and Isaac were here the whole time. You guys just <laughs> left. <laughs> we can hear I, you. you can everybody hear has separate yeah. audio. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I could. Yeah, I could hear you guys and Isaac just fine that whole time. It was very funny <laughs> listening to everyone get so confused and concerned it about happens. nothing. It happens. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's nice to have a third person on the call because it's going to be like I'm justified that like I'm not screaming into the void. But like, yeah. yeah. No, I'm here for you, Isaac. Okay, thanks. I am your void. Thank you. What, Isaac, what were you saying we were supposed to talk about that isn't these six dogs? <laughs> the differences, the differences between, between a full feature length film yes. and, so and the short movie. Oh, okay. Uh, Cindy Lou. <laughs> okay. We can start Absolutely. with Cindy Lou. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She's... How old is her character? Do we ever find out how old her character is supposed to be in the Jim Carrey Grinch adaptation? I don't know. She's six. She, the actress was like six, right? I want to say no, six. That's not a six-year-old. How? <laughs> I mean, I just I feel like that's what I remember. 10. I feel like she was nine. Is Cindy Lou. Does it matter? I don't know. She hadn't grown into her nose yet. That's in all that we know. Grinch. Yeah, that's a weird bit of lore. Like, but she's like she was a, two in the animated one. According yeah. to the Cindy Lou Who on Heroes Wiki fandom, oh she's about God. eight or ten years old. So that's thanks, so Hero Wiki. The, the movie doesn't even know. I don't. Yeah. yeah. I don't think. I don't, like I don't really think it matters. She's to... certainly a bit more than two, which is what she yes. was in the original. <laughs> I mean, unless Who's have hyper aging. But they're all on a snowflake. So That's I don't know what how I'm saying. I think we established there had to be some kind of time dilation thing. Like their whole existence can't just take place over the course of like 30 seconds. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, what about Cindy Lou aside from the age? I have nothing to say. About she can Cindy be Lou. a more in-depth character as a 10-year-old than she could as a 3-year-old in the original. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Fair I, enough. like one of the things that I'm sure we'll argue about is how it doesn't feel like the Grinch <laughs> has a change of heart at all. Oh, boy. Like realistically. <laughs> but I think honestly, you I have things my... to say about that. I'm excited for that. Should argument. we just okay. jump into that? <laughs> okay, well, let me finish my sentence first okay. though. Yes. The reason I bring it up is because I think one of the supporting arguments as to like why it's believable the Grinch would have a change of heart is partially because he has an actual relationship with Cindy Lou Who as opposed to in the original where it's like a girl comes down and then gets milk and then leaves. Yeah, she's a minor character. Yeah. No, you're misinterpreting here. Oh okay. God. So Tyler <laughs> here does not believe that the Grinch, he doesn't believe that it's believable that the Grinch has a change of heart at the end of this version of the film. Tyler Make your case and then let the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, and then we will talk pile. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, it's not that I don't think it's believable. I don't think the movie executes it well. And I don't think Jim Carrey's performance Explain. gets it across in a way that feels sincere. Okay. Okay. He still feels like he's putting on a sh like like shtick when he's having his 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 big change of heart moment. Disagree. It still feels like Jim Carrey just being, "Ooh, I'm I'm oh wow, now I feel emotion." That's just Jim Carrey and literally in No, movie. we have seen him in other movies, serious roles where he can be very but this is not dramatic and emo I you know relative 
give let the man speak. What's let the man speak. <laughs> okay, but we can't just change tone like that. But go on. Hold. I'm, I'm saying. Hold. All I'm saying is that moment doesn't have the sincerity to it that it needs. End of point okay. for now. Okay. <laughs> okay. My thoughts yes. are that <laughs> it wasn't really even the Grinch that had a change of heart. It was the Who's in Whoville that had a change of heart because oh, through what is Cindy Lou's dad's name? Whatever Cindy Lou's dad's Lou. name is. Lou. <laughs> Lou. Yes. Lou Who. Lou Who. Um, through him, the Who's learned that the Grinch was right the whole time about Christmas being too materialistic. And when they realized that they can celebrate just the same without having all of the gifts, then they become more Grinch-like in oh, shit. their ideologies. And then that is what makes the Grinch be like, maybe these guys aren't so bad. That's that a- is really valid because mm-hmm. the Who's learn absolutely nothing in the original. Well, yes. it's because, because they're pure from the onset. Yes. Yeah. No, but they suck in this movie. Yeah. yeah, they- yeah they're- <laughs> this, this film, there is much more focus on the actual consumerist element of Christmas. Like, it's much more cynical about it. The original has its the whole message of it's not about presents and it all doesn't come from a store. But, like, this one really digs down into, like, the Who's are obsessed with the consumerist culture yeah. of Christmas. And the Grinch stealing Christmas, like you said, teaches them a lesson. And it in turn- Did you guys... Yeah. Did you guys even realize as kids that the Grinch, as a kid, is the only person who gifts someone a handmade gift that isn't purchased? He actually I, spent time and a, put his heart and soul into it, yeah. and he got point. ridiculed for it. And that is the moment that he decides he hates Christmas, mm-hmm. because he realizes it's not about the love and the feelings, it's about the consumerism. Yeah, he literally like spends all this time and crafting it, and it's like so heartfelt. And then yep. he just immediately gets shit on, and it's literally just because it's not store bought, and yep. like, that kid is rich because it's not exactly. the actual recipient who's making fun of him. Like possibly the only good who will. Well, to, to be fair, yes. I think they are making fun of him more because he's wearing a bag on his head in that scene. I don't think they make fun of the gift. Uh, as Isaac, much. it was a it was a hideous gift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's true. They did say that. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> they do also say, look at that hack job. But so. that's also, that's also to my point, what makes this movie so incredible is that it is the best kind of children's movie where it is entertaining and lovable for children. But then as you grow up and watch it at different phases in your life, you notice deeper aspects to it. It's got yeah, depth, it's, Tyler. I agree. It's got an emotional thing. It's not, got I'm depth, man. As it's not saying things. I just, I don't think it's executed well. I all. think it executes pretty well that we've got, like, this whole message about consumerism and then, like, a bunch of, like, weird adult jokes, like, with the swingers party with the keys. And then we <laughs> vacillate between that and, like, learning a lesson and then also, like, pucker up and kiss it, who will. I think we need to talk about. Like, there's a lot. <laughs> we like, need I to just, talk... Honestly, I'm so impressed with this movie. Like, it's so <laughs> Genuinely. Funny. We need to talk about, in order to address this whole, whether or not the Grinch has a change of heart. Somebody laughs every time with the little car. Because it's a fucking absurd, (laughs) that's why. It's the best part of the movie. It's a great absurdist comedy. I think to address this issue with whether or not the Grinch has a change of heart, we've got to talk about Carrie's performance here. We actually need Mm -hmm. to get into it, because he is, like we said... A monster. Like, this is the most monstrous version of the Grinch. He was supposed to be a mean one, like the song says, but, like, he eats garbage. 
he yeah. attacks people. He is like he is full on <laughs> villainous in this. He's just he, he they literally treat him like some sort of beast that lives up on the mountain. Don't go up on the mountain crumpet, you might die to the Grinch. Jim Carrey is just fucking loving it the whole time. He's playing up how absolutely nuts the Grinch has gone in isolation. He's this weird, eccentric loner who just loves messing with people. He comes down to Whoville in disguise, starts fucking around with the males, throwing in jury duties and like pink slips and stuff. He throws a little girl, or he pulls the girl out. Uh, it's Cindy Lou. He pulls her out of like the package thing and when she's like, thank you for saving me, he wraps her up in a giant thing just to be like i didn't save you bitch i'm sick of it i'm just fucking but around also if he hadn't been there she literally would have died she would have because yes. her father was not paying attention to so her he, he draws the line at child murder is basically what we're getting at child manslaughter <laughs> yeah. child manslaughter so like we <sighs> see this version of the grinch who is monstrous so when we get to the end and he's still kind of a jerk there is a case to be made that like oh he didn't really learn a lesson but it's not like we don't get an immediate, like, oh, he's a sweet good guy now, like we do in the original. It's, he's still kind of a jerk, but now he gets the point of Christmas. And so do the rest of the Who's. Exactly. It, he's, he goes from monster to jerk, which is an upgrade. <laughs> it, it It is character development, yes. <laughs> I think believable character development doesn't change the core of your personality. And I'm going to do this because Isaac knows I do it pretty much every time. In the book series, Harry Potter... <laughs> Love it. Like, it's basically like we have characters in Harry Potter who are just generally, like, kind of, like, dicks. Like, I believe that Draco Malfoy should have had a redemption arc, that there was a redemption arc building there. God knows Lara knows that I believe this (laughs) and Tyler too. But if he did have a redemption arc, would that somehow make him not, like, a dick? Who's gonna, like, no. You're you're still not hearing my point. My, my view of it i'm not saying that he didn't change i'm not saying there's not an arc i'm saying i don't believe it the way it's executed from the film's tone and how jim carrey forms it i think that's a flaw like in you though okay (laughs) i think that's a you problem oh god this is fucking savage i'm tyler i'm trying to hold the wolves at bay (laughs) while getting my own points in but god i I fucking knew this was happening i knew it was gonna happen i i I, whatever I I have a Grinch heart right now doing this podcast. I thought the problem was the cinematography. That is also a problem. I also thought the problem was the cinematography, but now supposedly it's Jim Carrey's performance, which is no Jim Carrey's performance in this in the the pivotal moment in the third act. It's interesting because we have (laughs) I have a coffin. It's interesting because we've had this discourse for years, and this is never a point that you brought this up. This has never because come up I've before. never paid attention to the fucking movie before. Like I've just had it wash over me. Okay, because that's all I can take. <laughs> Ign- ignoring the fact that we're talking about the pivotal character moment in an absurdist comedy, let's move on to the work. cinematography. <laughs> this <laughs> movie's hideous looking. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> like, and not in like a way that feels 
like it's supposed to be like the whole movie it just has this dreary downcast it's like it's like whoville is like in the shadow of a volcano that just erupts the whole time like it's a colorful town but it's still like dull and dingy looking it's so cramped and claustrophobic feeling and like ron howard just fucking swooshes and swishes and tilts the camera around like a fucking lunatic the whole time it's it's not a pleasant movie to look at see at all i (laughs) I, even when the sun rises during like the third act it still looks dreary fuck you there's no fuck you i've never seen a more dull looking colorful movie in my life okay I think that's very intentional to <sighs> the message being presented here about the consumerism. You could say that. Because <laughs> I mean, this, we can say anything. This, <laughs> this is a film about all of the flash of Christmas not being mm-hmm. the substance of Christmas. So we have this very colorfully eccentric designed town that's like on paper, it would be very bright and colorful and Christmassy, but the way that it's shot with the dark gray clouds over all the time and the way it's kind of muted, it gives it that sense that, like, something's off here. This isn't right. This isn't the Christmas feeling I should be getting. I'm getting the, like, oh, I'm cramped into, like, a small... I'm, I'm cramped in a shopping mall. People are everywhere. On Black Friday. <laughs> exactly. It's supposed to give you that feeling of like, this yeah. is not the kind of Christmas we want. Then by the end of it, when we have the like sun out, I love that shot with the sun on the Grinch's face. It's a great shot. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> when he's leaking. Yeah, that shot leaking. itself is fine, but like the, 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 the visual, the visuals of the film don't change that drastically once that happens. I don't know what to tell you. I think it's great. And it's also very short by that end, by the end. So like we don't get much time oh. to see the change in lighting. And we don't see much of Whoville after that part. Mm-hmm. Because it's like they shot it's like it's like if the world ended um. and they shot this movie in the ruins of the fucking Dr. Seuss land in Universal Studios. <laughs> like that's what it looks like. And Isaac, that's a good point. I could like I I don't agree with it, but I will counter by saying you can get that message across across by focusing on just how artificial the brightness and the cheer of of decorations and stuff like that can be the 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 artificiality of of the baubles and the sheen of christmas you can get that across with vibrancy not looking like you dumped a volcano on top of whoville and i think that would have been more obnoxious visually i think that would have been worse to look at actually Possibly, it's an, also entirely possible they tested that out as like a screen test, and they were like, "This hurts my eyes. Let's do something else." <laughs> also, also, tell me the Grinch's layer isn't cool. Tell me the Grinch's layer isn't. The Grinch's cool. layer is the, the Grinch's best layer set is the, the best piece movie. of set design in the film <laughs> because it actually has a sense of space and geography to it. I don't feel like I'm it, the Grinch's layer feels bigger than all of Whoville. You are right. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's awesome. It's this big junk cave where he's like Man. built a bunch of stuff. He's got like a zip line going from his bed to his recliner so he doesn't have to walk. He's got like this little stand on elevator that he built himself. He's got a giant monkey with symbols that he crashes against his face. It's awesome. His lair feels like this nasty sty 
die where a monster like him would live, but also shows the ingenuity and creativity that he has that allows him to try and steal Christmas when he builds the sleigh and everything at the end of the film. Like, the Grinch is a genius, and, like, his lair shows how intelligent he is throughout the rest of the film. Yeah, I, I agree. It's the it's probably the best aspect of the movie. Isaac had a quote he said a little earlier that I feel like should just be the tagline. And I can't remember verbatim now what you said, but it was basically like, I don't know what to tell you. I like it. <laughs> but like, that's yeah. how I feel about this. Like, I'm genuine. I'm <laughs> All right. We're at we've reached an impasse. I'm, end I'm episode. genuinely baffled right. because like the, review, the reviews for this, especially like the critic reviews are so absolutely torn. And I just genuinely can't imagine somebody like this this is about jim carrey like if this wasn't if this wasn't a jim carrey film i'm sure i'd feel completely differently i'm I'm pretty sure i would hate it yeah yeah (laughs) but if you like jim carrey then there's then i i personally can't envision a world in which i like jim carrey and i watch this and i don't just love it it is one of his most absurd performances which is fucking saying something yeah Mm -hmm. it is he is the the reason in my opinion to watch it over anything else well, he's like, and he's the reason that i can tolerate it now instead of outright despise it like i used to so that's all you're gonna get from me so many good <laughs> so many good jokes with him though good god there's so many good jo- the whole scene when he does come down to whoville and become like their whoobulation or whatever is just amazing yeah, that, that, that is a funny or uh, he's in the sack scene. race and he just knocks over the children <laughs> children yeah <laughs> you lose i beat you <laughs> they're like force feeding in the puddings and he's like come on stick it in me i can take it <laughs> And then when he takes over, the taxi passes him by, and he's like, it's because I'm green, isn't it? Green, isn't it? (laughs) Like, I I don't know how much of this was actually scripted. He Less than half. Less than half had to be scripted. Like, I swear, they're just like, all right. Ron Howard's just like, all right, Jim, uh, well, um, Well, I got the camera set. Well, you're a horrifying monster. Uh, Do your thing. (laughs) Go do it. There's some stuff that's so great that that not even he says. Like, this is not pudding. (laughs) Mm-hmm. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> the, it's was, all pretty good. I don't remember if one of you told me this or if I found it while looking up trivia. The scene with Max getting like the horn on his head where the Grinch is like directing him. That's Jim mm. Carrey making fun of Ron Howard's and directing. Howard, yeah. 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 Yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> Ron Howard's too much of a nice guy to be like, hey, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. <laughs> but he kept it in the movie. <laughs> Can we? Does anybody have a problem with the romance? The um, between romance? Grinch and... Oh, yeah, yeah I Grinch keep and forgetting Martin that. Hayes. I wish the whole movie was that, because that's the most compelling <laughs> uh, relationship in the whole film. No. Martha May is the best character in the movie. <laughs> I like most it. likable character. I like it as is, because if they tried to make it a serious romance with like a lot of depth and complexity to like why she likes the Grinch and why he likes her and everything it would have just fallen flat as it is it's yeah. absolutely absurd that this one who who is like the mm-hmm. uh, like the standard the traditionally who. most beautiful who she's considered the most yeah. beautiful person in town is in love with this gross monster of a man and she's so 
thirsty for him. <laughs> like she's so. It's not even just like, oh, I like his spirit or anything. It's just like the, it's the muscles. muscles. <laughs> yep, she's got a monster kink. I like the green. <laughs> and she's just, she, she wants that grick. That's yeah. what we called his, oh, his Grinch God, pants. Right? His the grick. grick. It's because <laughs> it's because his outfit that yak his extra hair bushy that they mound made, of- so bushy around the crotch to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's God. all. Oh. <laughs> Do you think he has lice? I think so. I think I'm still convinced he's he has a- termites in his teeth. He, he has termites he in his mouth. Yes, he. God, he, he says he has fleas. He says he has fleas. Fleas before yeah, he, he makes that. He must yep. just smell something awful. Oh God, I bet peeling him out of that thing was a nightmare. <laughs> on top of everything, as bad if not worse than putting him in it. <laughs> Oh God! Which again, uh, they just, didn't um, do because he's a fucking werewolf. <laughs> yes, that's true. Since we're talking about Martha May Houvier, should we just fucking break structure and, uh, and ask what we got to ask? We had structure. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, panel mm-hmm. <laughs> is the 2000 film How the Grinch Stole Christmas or whatever it's called. Is it horny? Yes. <laughs> It's so fucking oh, yeah. horny. No question. It's so uh, yeah. horny. Immediate. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> and not just for the obvious, you know, Martha Mayhuvier being wanting that grick. It's 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 got this weird kinkiness to it off and on. The, the Grinch's the thighs are just constantly on display. Just the, <laughs> he, the upper thigh yes. is always yeah. for some reason like oh. foremost in every scene with him. And I don't understand <laughs> in a, how they managed that. That's <laughs> true. Oh. He's always bent over. His legs are always like up in the air <laughs> and like absolute dump truck. The of camera's an ass. composed in, in a shot that like we we're just like it's his ass and gooch area is just like prominent. <laughs> He's got that mesh bathrobe that's like I don't think it's mesh it's, it's sheer I don't think it's mesh it, it's no, just sheer no we, we confirmed I'm no, like is that mesh, mesh? Like and then like the, and then it's in close up and then it's oh, that's so weird I love it like that fucking robe uh, yeah. if you're if you're top critic for the Chicago reader you say that this is uh, a weirdly sexualized romance <laughs> yeah well yeah. duh I mean it's supposed is to be is what this is which family movies with inappropriate humor for the adults are usually the best family movies. So the the weird sexual side of this movie is I just, something I, to discuss. I, I don't think. get like I don't get what people want that they didn't get because the I mean I love they the, wanted it to be more wholesome. Yeah, I love well obviously, but I love the original Grinch, which is what like twenty eight minutes long. It's so short. It's like here's a Grinch. He's got a cool face that stretches a lot. He's very anti Christmas. He has a dog. He's stealing Christmas. Here's a little who. She gets water. Uh, you know what? Christmas is actually okay. My heart well, is big. No, let me finish. I'm letting you finish. My heart is big. Like, I'm a good guy now. The end. Like, that's, that's like what you get. And I don't understand why there's so many things that are just like, oh, I can't, it can't live up to the original. Like, it can't, like, I just, it can't, the original man. It's like, it's disgraceful to the original if it's not just the absurdest humor, which is again, the best part of it. And that's, well, that's, that's where that's, I that's was during my arc of I didn't like this is that I had I'm glad that I didn't moment. know you then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be. laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
God, I didn't realize. Leave how- it up to me to, to to pick to be in in, in the oh, family like, that has like the biggest fucking Grinch two thousand. So it should be more heartfelt and touching than it is. Just yeah, that exactly. You just you answered your own question. You're like, I don't know why people are so torn. It's because it's perfectly the, the original at this point had been has been gilded in the minds of everybody mm-hmm. as this perfect piece of of family animation that's creative and that's heartfelt and is achingly sincere. Yes. And there is no denying that this one completely inverts that. Absolutely. It's it's weird. It's subversive. It's cynical. It's jaded. Yes. It's over the top. Yes. It's kind of the antithesis of the original. Yes. In, In pretty much every way. That's why a lot of people don't like it. Absolutely. And I think that's the point. I think that's very much the point. I do also think that's the point, yeah. I think that it's very intentional that this is not supposed to be the original story anymore. They're using the original story to tell the same message in a different Mm -hmm. way with new undercurrents and themes. It's it's not this bright little happy heartfelt story of someone realizing that oh christmas isn't about the materialism it's us really digging down into the materialism and how it drives people crazy and makes us bad and having to like tear that apart almost violently in the way yeah. that the Grinch does in this film really gets into oh. the psychiatric condition. Yeah. Of- also, See, and and that's why I wish I liked it more because I fucking love movies that take that take a piss on Christmas. Um, <laughs> you I know? just the thing that bothers me. Oh, I'm sorry if you weren't finished. I I don't know if I had like a. I was gonna a add in real <laughs> a bow. I was gonna add in on, real on that quick point, that but- common sense media only gave. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, a one out of five on the sex, romance, and nudity. Which God, they they just they are the most. They're not paying. They're not paying of, attention. Of, <laughs> they said they don't there, pay attention to anything. They said there was a married couple that exchanges in a comic exaggerated kiss and innuendo regarding a woman with cleavage. The Did Grinch, they miss the human being kissing a dog's asshole? Yeah, and the Grinch lands like, in yeah. her cleavage. It's not innuendo. He lands there and says, hello, yes. Martha. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yes, then he tells he got reacquainted with her tits first. It doesn't get, get much more blatant than And then that. he tells Whoville to kiss his ass. <laughs> Imagine, like, not seeing your like crush and like interacting with her for years and then like be being reintroduced to her breasts first and just knowing that's her and just you know? knowing <laughs> oh hello I, she, she had puberty see. by the time i left but like i <laughs> i recognize her immediately <laughs> oh god and that's that's what it is he just needed to get laid yeah. That's his whole problem. <laughs> He's up there in his fucking Mount Crumpet, playing with his Grick all by himself, I that trying to obvious. dump it. That's why he is so happy that he has Martha May. Yeah. Um, finally slam ass. I just, I had a thing I wanted yeah. to say when we were talking about, like, I, the thing that bothers me is that, like, so many of the reviews, especially critics who are like, I don't like it. It's, like, a very against, like, Dr. Seuss and, like, what he stood for. It's very, like, it doesn't have, like, the Seuss spirit. Like, I'm not the most, like, I haven't, you know, read an entire book on the subject or anything. But, like, from everything I know about the man who operated under the name of Dr. Seuss, he was an absolute monster. He cheated on his terminally ill wife who, like, then later committed suicide over it. 
Like he was racist. He was a Nazi supporter from my understanding, or at least sympathizer with Yertle the Turtle. Like he was- <laughs> Wait, What? Yurtle, what? Yurtle, and there, the Erica, obviously like a, people are upset. This film did not uphold any of those <laughs> values. <laughs> Yurtle the Turtle is supposed to be an allegory for the rise of Adolf Hitler. And he also tried to publish like- I need to vet this. No, like I've I've vetted some of it. Like again, like I said, I haven't read like a tell-all biography. I think we all know that he had very like anti-Jewish, anti-Japanese, anti- you know, very like kind of pro-racism cartoons. It's an established fact that he married his mistress right after his wife's suicide. Like he just generally was like a pretty bad guy in my opinion. So I kind of hate that it's just like, oh, little Dr. Seuss and he was love and everything. And like, this story's not about that. It's like, no, it's not. And that's a good thing. Cause it's like, he's, he's the dick. We shouldn't be bringing him into this at all. I think like okay. Joanne Rowling I, to divorce people from their actual subject matter. Like this, I cannot explain to you guys how much the this isn't in the Doctor Seuss spirit has been like lauded around for oh this. God, I think there's I something to say for what the the material conveys. I also I do want to say yes, a lot of your points were valid, Erica. <laughs> he was very anti-Nazi though. He was very anti-Nazi. He had a lot of political cartoons that were showing how bad the Nazis were. Uh, yes, to the point where he supported the internment of Japanese Americans. Yes, no, that that was real. That yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he was very racist towards Asian people, and yes, yeah. Uh, so, well, Doctor, so, uh, that's a good point because from what I remember from Yertle the Turtle, it was like Yertle the Turtle was a fascist. Yeah, and Yertle. <laughs> I've never read Yertle the Turtle, so I can't. What's well, funny about that book is it almost didn't get published because there's a burp in it. Really? <laughs> like, Let's see. Yeah, well, like they, the point they, that Yertle, Yertle's an idiot yeah. though, because the whole deal is that Yertle kept being like, "I want to be better than everybody else." Then he tries to beat the moon and he falls to his death. Not his death, but he falls down and back into the lake. <laughs> death question <laughs> mark. <laughs> Like, Yertle's an idiot, so if it is about Hitler, then it's showing how Hitler's an idiot, so... Maybe we should do a series where we review all the Dr. Seuss adaptations. There's only a... Cat in the Hat oh my next. God. Can Mike we, Myers, Cat in the Hat. Can we talk about how good this film is compared to Mike Myers' <laughs> yeah, Cat in the Hat at the very ooh, least? True. Can you at Agreed? least admit that much? Oh, I will admit that God, much, but yes. I will say that Cat in the Hat captures... The visual aesthetic of Seuss better than this. It's movie. uglier than this film, Tyler. Go back I and don't watch think it. So. Go back and watch it. It's hideous. It is garishly colorful. Everything in it makes your eyes bleed. Yeah, everything you wish that the Grinch was I, is what I, that movie is. I, I haven't seen it since it came out. I tried <laughs> to watch it again as an adult, and I couldn't. I couldn't get past the 15-minute mark. It it doesn't hold up. I didn't even like it as a kid. I also didn't like it as a kid. It's, it's so <laughs> abrasive. And yeah. again... It's the reason there's Jim no more Carrey live action. If Jim was the cat... <laughs> if Jim Carrey was the cat, it might be different. That would be so fucking weird. <laughs> It's just so fucking weird. He shows up as another completely suited up, yes. <laughs> like, like animal fucking suit. I mean, character. he voiced so he voiced Horton in Horton Hears a Who in the animated adaptation of that. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. He's the voice of Horton. I never watched Horton Hughes. Yeah, I haven't right. watched any of these movies, really. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Horton Hughes Who. I haven't seen the Lorax. Lorax is pretty bad. Um, Did you guys know that there are six Dr. Seuss books that are no longer published because yep. they... Yeah. Yep. Because they, a couple years ago. Because they portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. Yes. And the CNN official, actual real, who knows how much longer we'll have that, <laughs> says Dr. Seuss has a long history of publishing racist and anti-Semitic work. Yeah. Yeah, and then the conservatives got all butthurt and was like, they're trying to take Dr. Seuss away. No, yeah. which, are the, which are the ones that are banned? I need to know. Is one of them the Sneeches? Uh, one of <laughs> no, them, I think, was if I ran the zoo, because I think there was yeah. a pretty racist depiction of an Asian in that one. Pretty they, much. Yeah, all the ones that are banned are like that, ones nobody cares that about. That he called a Chinaman. Uh, we had like all the Dr. Seuss ones. I remember we had if I ran the zoo. Yeah, I read that one a lot. That's like the kid. most prominent one. Interesting. I didn't know that they were banned. Does that mean Yertle the Turtle? Well, Yertle the Turtle, like we said, uh, was, I uh, guess. Yes, because everybody, uh, let's see here. Oh, Babar's Travels. Babar's a Dr. Seuss character? Man, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fuck, fuck all about Dr. Seuss the way I thought I did. <laughs> I used to watch Bad Bar as a kid. I didn't know. And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. I love that book, but it did have what he called a Chinaman in it. Which is not okay. This is, I mean, we're wildly off topic already, but I do want to say that the Green (laughs) Eggs and Ham series on Netflix, very cute and charming. Very fun. (laughs) I haven't watched the second season yet, but the first season was very good. How do you Can how do you make a multi season series out of Green Eggs and Ham? Oh, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I probably won't. It, well. says cat, it says Cat in the Hat was almost uh, taken off. What is offensive about Cat in the Hat? Does anybody know off the top the of their head? F- <laughs> uh, <laughs> this point? I don't. Yeah. Well, maybe he's oh, got like a swastika on his tail or something. Oh I man, don't know. I forgot about how that's what Babar was about. That as an adult is really, really bad. Imperialism. Oh no, isn't it, it? it is about colonialism. <laughs> it's about, yeah. about how an elephant yeah. goes and then civilizes the jungle. Oh god, Yikes. Babar's a white savior. Oh, Babar's, bad. <laughs> Babar's a white savior. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, okay, Christ. so anyway. I didn't like, know we were going to go down this long road. Long story short, that's why I don't think that people, I think people need to think about what they're saying when they say that this movie isn't upholding the doctor. Because like Lara said, what is the Dr. Seuss ideal we're trying to uphold here? Anyway. Like he, maybe, he maybe was against Nazis, which I'm very glad to hear. Back that's to the 2000. Being against Grinch. Nazis to be a baseline. Be, yeah, really that should that. be, ex- that should not be something we praise people for. Yeah, yeah. well, it, be expected. at least they don't like the Nazis. <laughs> 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 it's, it's sad that that has to be a baseline now. <laughs> Yeah. And it's not expected. Anyway, back to <laughs> so. Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the 2000 yes. adaptation. Uh huh. What about ever it? Ever made. <laughs> what terrible. a mostly terrible film with good highlights. No, what did that one review say that we really liked? Uh-huh. Like yeah. It Good or It it Dog or something? <laughs> no, no that's, that's Kelly's bio on IMDb. Uh-huh. Oh, is a dog so much to scroll through that it was magnificent did we ever something. actually circle back to cindy lou who because i think we went on <laughs> like seven it, tangents well, i said everything i had to say it it, is there anything to say about her though? how do we feel about her relationship with the grinch in this film it's functional <laughs> <laughs> okay besides tyler how do we feel about I, I'm so, I wish i had more like 
crazy tapes to be ripped apart by you guys, but like I just I don't have that it strong was a, a feeling. It was a pretty masterpiece. It was a pretty <laughs> masterpiece. That's is what, what the was. review was. Yeah. yeah, same. I I don't have a. I I agree that their relationship was functional. I mean, it wasn't like it didn't make me feel any emotions, but it served the purpose <laughs> in the story. Um, in that the Grinch realized that there was one person who felt the same way that he did that Christmas was yeah. like about the I know. wrong things. I like what I like about Cindy Lou is like what Lara was saying about how there's this larger message about the Who's and how they've become so like obsessed and it's so commercialized. Very it's surface. They're it's, on they're all on the surface. Yeah, they're it's, all about it's nice to see that represented through somebody who is not the Grinch that there's another person. I mean, I I could probably do without Where Are You Christmas as a song. Definitely. I that song had never existed. Yeah. Our lives mostly, would all be so much better. Mostly Faith Hill's fault though. I can't yeah. this young girl who would grow up to be in a metal band's fall. Tim McGraw's gonna come and shoot us if you <laughs> speak Ill, Ill of Faith Hill. Is, is he married to Faith Hill or am I completely getting my no, country No, you're right, but okay. Tim McGraw would do anything. Because he's a big old puss. Yeah, yeah. I could say a lot about Tim McGraw, but I'm not because it doesn't have anything to do with anything. But um, Cindy <laughs> Like that Lou, stopped us before. Like, I just, I like that Cindy Lou's there to just like, it's, it's nice because it really does like reflect that message. It gives him somebody else besides this girl whose tits he falls into <laughs> in one part, like to connect with. Like, I, I, a lot of like, a lot of reviews I saw were like, oh, I hate how it wastes so much time with like stupid backstory about the Grinch. Like, oh, it's so dumb. It's like, like what else would you have had it waste time? with yeah. though it had yeah. to be longer than 26 minutes i will no, i will, they want it to I will be, say they that that's a, a dumb shot criticism. for shot remake yes <laughs> but in slow it. motion the whole time yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't know either i love that we get backstory like even as a child i was so emotionally affected by his backstory and like i loved how cindy lou was so emotionally affected by it too. Like her being affected by his backstory is what really makes her keep going back. And I loved it because I love the backstory of the Grinch of like this guy who nobody ever let belong. <laughs> yeah, I'm still laughing at Lair saying, I didn't feel any emotion with that. I mean, I, I, Isn't I didn't, that a problem? No. <laughs> like, no, Lara doesn't feel emotions a lot of the time. We can't just Well, I see I didn't I don't feel any emotion with their story either but you're supposed to you're supposed to be endeared to the relationship and i don't think the movie accomplishes that at all i don't no. think it's that deep i think it's just like a fun holiday movie where jim carrey gets being to go wild to a, being endeared <laughs> to character relationship is like what you're it's like the again the baseline of stories i wish like, you guys you could see how that bar. i wish you could see how much he's gesturing it's so excessive. Wow. It's pretty great. I'm sitting here watching the audio levels and it is pretty great to watch the bar go up whenever Tyler's yeah. drinking himself. <laughs> well, I mean, I do like how I came up with the theory that she's actually a fucking bigger villain than he is because, like, none of his shit phases her. So she's just manipulating him the whole time to do what she wants. <laughs> You're going to save Christmas. <laughs> I'm going she's to this Machiavellian child that's just like Meh. she found a what, werewolf and she's tamed the beast from the mountains. <laughs> Tyler and I rewatched Billy Madison mm -hmm. and he cinematic classic and he talked about how he thinks that Billy Madison is kind of like millennial humor like pre-millennial humor 
or something mm-hmm. like that was like it's, it's like meme humor before memes. Yeah, that's like a little bit how I feel about how the Grinch stole Christmas. Like again, there's multiple times where they talk about how the mayor Augustus had his tonsils removed twice, mm-hmm. and we never find out why. It's, and that's so ludicrous. There's like so many moments in this movie that, especially because I've seen it so many times, I'm like, that's so funny that I can't even laugh because it's so funny because the sensation of laughter is too much for me because it's so hilarious. The little jumping fire. I know what you mean, but it sounds so disingenuous when you say it like that. It's so funny that I can't even laugh. Can't it's laugh. so funny. Yeah. I can't. When things, when things are so funny that I can't even laugh, it's like a very common thing for me. Like when we reach peak humor yeah. that I just, I'm just like, it like overloads my <sighs> system and that's how I feel. Like, even stuff where like he's he's burying her in a present and he's like can i use your finger here it's like oh my god it's just such the throwaway lines in this movie are so good it's carrie's performance and so many good jokes that carries this film like it's there's nothing wrong with that this is an absurdist comedy it's not the Mm -hmm. same tone as the original the original was a heartfelt well put together (laughs) cartoon that it was the adapt adaptation of the book that's great i love the original it's got a special place in my heart this is yeah. an absurdist comedy that digs that's into not the what cynicism of christmas yeah, yeah. this is that's not why your I feel like it's how the grinch stole christmas it doesn't have to be heartfelt it doesn't have to make me feel things as long as it makes me laugh <laughs> it ha- it's rated pg for crude humor i'm here for crude humor exactly <laughs> jim carrey push that pg <laughs> the, the problem is what's the problem tell me what I, the problem is i'll never understand i i don't care that it's the antithesis of the original i was just saying that that's what people who don't like and have a problem with my problem isn't that that it's the antithesis of the original my problem is that fuck i lost my train of thought that's because you have so many problems with <laughs> okay it. no my problem is that when it attempts Ooh. to get at sincerity it doesn't work but you're also like a Grinch, so I don't know if we should like. <laughs> I, 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 I think, yeah, ironically, I am a Grinch. Yeah, so. I think so. I think Tyler makes a fair point. There are times in this film where it tips sincerity and it is undermined by the absurd comedy of the film. I think Example. that's fair. <laughs> I don't Example. think that's a bad thing. Though. I don't. Example. I don't either. I think. Oh my god! I agree with Tyler. At the end, the moment of the Grinch's transformation, I think he does undergo the change. I do think it's also played for laughs. He literally yeah, like is when on his, the ground. When his heart having... is growing three sizes and yes. he's acting like he's having yeah. a heart attack. Yes. I think it's funny. I think it works because that's the tone of the film. I can yeah. see someone having a problem with that, though, in seeing that it's insincere. But also the entire film is insincere. I, I agree. Know, like, I yeah, agree. That's... I just understand where Tyler's coming mm. from. I'm, I think I'm putting up a small barrier for Tyler. To Don't try. you fucking condescend to me, you piece of shit. I just like there's a You're bleeding out on the ground, Tyler. Yeah, he's, he's throwing you a life jacket right now. Please. There's a, re- there's a critic review from January 1st, 2000. And oh, he God. said only a real Scrooge could fail to enjoy this tasty little holiday. Oh, no. Truly. Oh, no. How do you, you miss? How do Scrooge. you miss Grinch? I get I, Honestly, like, I don't remember even wanting to see it back in the day, to be honest. I don't know why. I mean, I was the perfect age for it. 
But it's because you didn't have the video game rented from Blockbuster. Yep, it's that yeah. <laughs> fucking licensed video game. Helps. And that, I think we've come full circle. Is there anything else we have to say about The Grinch before we dive into, like, I don't know, extra I'm review? Fucking, review? I'm tapped out on mining <laughs> the substance of this film, to be honest. There's nothing else I can say. You didn't want to discuss the existential horror of living on a transient snowflake? See, I, yeah. I, that does make for a funny internet conversation, but I get... I get pretentious about it because as much <laughs> as I don't like this movie, I hate it when people like semi-seriously like question the logic of something that's so outwardly fantastical. You mean like how we I'm, did for like the entire, you know, Nightmare mm-hmm. Before Christmas and yes. basically yeah. anything yes. else? You hate when because we do that? When we, when we I don't, do that? No, because a lot of... Because sometimes when people question like magical shit, they actually like mean like how come like the fucking logic of this doesn't make sense to me because it's it's because it's a fucking snowflake they're honest just go it go with it that's the point we're not saying that though we want to i know you're i know we're not saying that i'm saying that like this is a trend i have seen people tyler the online we're doing the opposite of that we're we're taking it seriously we're not saying oh that's (laughs) stupid and dumb we're diving into the fantasy and we are are the horrific implications the reality of the world building of this (laughs) okay Okay, then, and then taking let's it to talk, heart. Yes. Then let's talk about the existential dread <laughs> of, of 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 a society coming to and falling within the okay. span of time it takes for I, a snowflake to, to hit the ground. My theory the is that they exist. Okay, we zoom in really far on that snowflake. They have to exist <laughs> on the subatomic level to the yes. point where, like, it falling they're into, in the quantum realm. Once it hits the ground, I don't think it matters at that level because they're not feeling the impact of it. It's literally like how mm. the celestial bodies are constantly moving, and we just don't feel it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty sure it's very similar. Actually, in reality aren't we all just living on a tiny snowflake called earth that's exactly. towards it's hurtling aren't we all just the fucking falling towards the sun yeah. that's what gravity is we're like falling they, towards the sun no that Lyra's snowflake experienced that snowflake yeah. experienced its own big bang in billions of who years before this movie takes place <laughs> it had its and own all of these people will grow old and die before the snowflake hits the ground it had its own jesus christ <laughs> it did christmas had to come into existence somehow that's what I'm yeah, saying. That's there's really been an fucking, entire history. That's really there were probably weird. who dinosaurs at some point. <laughs> yeah. too. Nobody's talking about what I think is the most interesting thing about it. Cause like I can get behind, you know, the like the who's being on a snowflake thing is only from the live action. It's not the original, it's not in the book. <laughs> yes. It's so um, good though. But like the who's are always tiny because in Horton here's a who, they're mm-hmm. on that speck of dirt, they're yeah. really small. Yeah. Um the thing that messes me up is not even so much any of this. It's Why just does that Zeus like that trope. I well what I don't understand is like you would think they would all just like come from that snowflake like germinate like a like amoebas in a dish but you're telling me that from some other snowflake babies are like sent in <laughs> in umbrellas no it's all the and, same snowflake and like, it's all the same snowflake no, and like hypothetically there's like a Grinch snowflake do you where... think do you think they have like flat snowflakers and do you think they have um <laughs> yes. like people flat who, flakers <laughs> flat flakers and people who debate whether life exists on other snowflakes you should really watch Horton Hears a Who because that's what they kind of do there like 
the mayor's the the mayor of Whoville in that is the only one who can hear Horton. Mm. <laughs> like everybody thinks he's crazy because he's talking like we're just speck on a freaking an elephant is carrying <laughs> us around on a speck. It's an um, existential nightmare. It's literally like eldritch horror. What he's yeah, going that's through. That's what I'm gonna say. It's like, it's like colorful Lovecraft. What's also <laughs> it's a good thing they're not aware of their reality. Yeah. If if there are millions of snowflakes, that means there are millions of different Whovilles, and do mm-hmm. they all call their Whoville Whoville? <laughs> well, no, okay, there, so there has to happens... be a Grinch snowflake too, though, right? So and it's called Grinchville, and maybe yeah. there's a dog snowflake filled with Maxes that looks slightly yeah. different from each and, other. And and there was also a cat snowflake because we saw one. There was cat. one cat. Is yes. our reality just the network for the multiverse of Whovilles that exist throughout, re- like on the sub? Level. Like every atom has its own Whoville, <laughs> and we're just like it collectively builds to create the reality that we know. So we human flesh is made of who's. It's made of who's. Every- <laughs> it's all who's all the way down. <laughs> it's who's. God, we're all who. <laughs> we're all who. Ah, who it's just who. Dores, welcome Christmas break. So what uh, happens when a when a uh, snowflake hits another snowflake? Oh, I need. Like, is it a cataclysm? No, that, or do they just like merge? That's what I'm saying. Well, I, I think they're so small that they don't have feel you that ever impact. heard of a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> It's a singularity. That's so, so w- when oh. one who snowflake and another who snowflake are about to hit, like it, it forms a black hole. Yeah, it's like a. Su- it's basically yes. like a celestial a event, like a supernova. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Mm-hmm. There are an, an astounding amount of posts about this on our fan theories of about, the, there is. about the snowflake. And is, the- I'm so genuinely glad there are. Question. <laughs> Big question, uh-huh. though. Yeah. Santa Claus. Does every Whoville have its own oh, Santa, yeah. or is there a single entity that not only visits the human realm where there's people, but every single subatomic no. particle? He can't. Po- he can't right. possibly. I did Earth. Now I gotta go do the fucking snowflakes. If I can hate my job. It, uh, every single one has its own Santa. Okay, like they have their That's own. That's so weird. Yeah, That's they all so have their weird. own Christ. They all have their own Santa. Yeah, oh. yeah, because the Who Christmas is basically the Western Judeo-Christian Christmas. Absolutely, like, <laughs> it's yeah. the pagan Christmas. There was a joke taken out of this. One of the ones that Doctor Seuss's wife omitted, <laughs> like where they there was a group of Who's that did not celebrate Christmas, and they were called the Who Steins. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, we're not doing that. That's not great. I'm really glad Uh, that didn't make it in. Oh, man, I kind of wish it was. I wish we knew what happened to that baby that the Grinch got out of the way. It died. It fell off the fucking flake. Or it's trapped in a world of nightmares because it got sent to the Grinch (laughs) snowflake. Yeah, I think that maybe is where it is. What is this peak moral? Well, here's the thing. Like, We're to to assume, based on what the movie gives us, that you're expecting a baby. Because the guy comes out and says, Oh, look, the baby's yeah. here. So you're expecting a baby. So somebody was expecting a baby and either got not like nothing. Some, yeah, somebody was either expecting the Grinch baby and got nothing, or they were like, What is this disgusting pink thing? And I hate it. If he went to the Grinch place, he got eaten. Like, I'm telling you, the Grinch Certainly. eats people. The yodeler yeah. that he takes the clothes from, he ate that guy. No yeah, doubt. There, was, there was nobody found. <laughs> <laughs> Mount Crumpet is a peak of horrors. 
It's summer to trips red with the victims of the Grinch. Oh, no. I need to read how... Oh, um, the trailer for um, The Mean One just dropped, which is the... Okay, this guy is making his living by making horror movies out of recently public domain characters. Oh, so he's got the Winnie the Pooh one coming out. He's got the Grinch one coming out. And then he's got a Bambi one coming out. <laughs> oh, boy. Is Grinch... A killer Bambi movie. Is Grinch public domain already? Apparently. Because... The mean one's coming out. It was like next 1957. Winnie the Pooh was like the 20s, and it just got public domain. That's I don't know how it works, but that's I mean he. That's wild. Yeah, copyright law's stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should all be able to rip each other off. And abs- absolutely, you're joking. Absolutely, I absolutely copyright has been the death of culture. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Our need to monetize art has completely butchered our interpretation of it i hate this shit that's that's a whole can of worms that's a big discussion save it for later it's probably coming up in the fanfic episode somewhere down the line any last thoughts on grinch before we jump into other shit Uh, (laughs) no i said that absolutely i have so many more thoughts so (laughs) go move on hit me one hit me one hit me (laughs) you get one more (laughs) well i don't think like I don't think we specifically said it, but just to round out the snowflake thing, um, <laughs> in the original Grinch, I think it is, he says, like, 42 years I've put up with it. Yes. So, There's what, a, what a snowflake. Yeah. yeah. Like, what a... Well, it's who years. That's true. And I also... Hears, if you want to go... What is their son? They have yeah. a son. A son. We see a son oh, fucking. We do see a son. Crest the, the mountain and, and well, break from the clouds. It's possible that the Who son has Who's on it. <laughs> fire Who's. So there's, there's some yes, type of. Fire who's. So it's some Mr. type of celestial body that this. And I'm Mr. There's Snow. a celestial yeah. body that the snowflake belongs well, we to. Also and s- that just makes it even more confusing. We also. There's a moon. So there's a Who moon. Yes. Ah! <laughs> And there's who's on that moon. Ooh, moon who's. God damn it. It's who's all the way down. Yeah. I know. I just think every, everything is who's. Everything. I think that's the answer to the celestial reality of their universe. I see the color of the world and it is who's. So Douglas Adams got it wrong with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The answer isn't 42. The answer is who's. The answer is who's. Tyler, if you look closely at the number 42, you can see that it's actually constructed. It's actually made up of the who's. Yes. I I think I realized that and you just reminded me. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Who was just just a who? He was a a persecuted who? Well, he was a what, as we've established Oh, Jesus was a what? Jesus? Oh, you said Jesus. I thought you meant the Grinch. No, Jesus. Okay. (laughs) So was Jesus a who or a what or a how or a when? We've established there were multiples of him, so. So are all Jesuses the same species? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. I think every intelligent species just develops its own Jesus. Isn't there a throwaway line in the movie where what's are also living things? Yeah, well, he says, no, that's right. He's a what who doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there yep. are what's. Yep. <laughs> Does that mean there are where's and when's? Yes. yes. Oh, that's what rabbit. time is made of. Matter is made ourselves of, out of this Matter is made out of who's. It's too late. Tom I feel this, like, tugging in my gut that's just pulling me down to the... <laughs> well... <laughs> What I like is that 
<laughs> nobody on the internet can ever even even the most simple thing of talking about if the who's in on this snowflake are the same who's that Horton talks to. Nobody on the internet can ever talk to anyone else on the internet without it devolving into, into anger. a fucking like actual yeah, yeah. without it devolving into like actual like warfare. Well, I love pancakes. You fucking hate waffles, though? You fucking piece of shit? (laughs) That's the internet in a nutshell. I realized this for the first time, like, many years ago when I was looking at reviews of jelly beans, (laughs) and this one guy was like, oh, yeah, these are the the jelly beans that I like, and some guy, in all seriousness, was like, I can't believe what a fuck face you are that you would (laughs) like those jelly beans. Like, these are the only good jelly beans. Fuck you. And I was like, I can't think of anything less important on Earth at this moment than... This fucking guy. Then this guy. Said he fucking like jelly belly yeah. and you should like this fucking. Exactly. Rrr. Yeah, and it was brand. It wasn't even flavor. It was brand. So that just makes it so much worse. How can there be discourse for that? But there's a lot of discourse for the for this movie in general and for the who's. For the we should in all seriousness, we should get a camera, a couple cameras. Film some snowflakes. Find a smoking room, put on some smoking jackets, get some bourbon, cigars, light a fireplace, and discuss <laughs> <laughs> the, the logistics of, of the Hooniverse. Listen, if the you want to start like a vlog of us doing just random <laughs> fandom bullshit, like going into the deep lore and the bullshit of that, I will absolutely start another one with you. I need a paisley smoking jacket. That's all I require. <laughs> and a fire paisley smoking jacket and a fireplace. Okay. We have the fireplace, <laughs> but I don't have the paisley smoking jacket. <clears throat> I found that it was a pretty masterpiece. <laughs> Makes me happy. Okay. Um, uh, what the fuck else uh, segments that we got? <laughs> I'm, goddamn I mean, I've got the different kind of review review where I went to like Common Sense Media, but I feel like we're good there. Okay, the worst site. Yeah. I got the Does the Dog Die that we talked about. That was oh, a nice. wild ride. That was yeah. real interesting. Which, if you don't know what that is, DoesTheDogDie.com is a crowdsourced trigger warning, basically, for movies and shows people can put in if, like, their triggers are in the film or whatnot. The ones that this one was marked for, I'm just going to go down the list. Animal abuse. Yes. You know, he tosses Max around a, a lot. A dog is thrown. Yeah. Bugs. He's got termites yes. in his cell. Shaving Check. and cutting. All right. It's in <laughs> I there. mean, I guess. Damaged teeth. <laughs> I guess they're kind of like rotten looking and twisted, but I don't see anybody get his teeth smashed in. Uh, squashed head. Squashed head is the funniest one here <laughs> by far. Squashed head. Broken bone. Does anyone break a bone in this? Do who's have bones or are they just like jelly? They're definitely jelly. <laughs> Are they just no, like no, are they just like wait, hard jelly wait, wait, wait. like like Stretch Armstrong? Isaac, I actually know the answer to this. The kids who went up Mount Crumpet in the beginning, I think one of them is Cindy Lou, who's brother. He has a sling later. That's uh, right. He wears a sling on his arm. Okay, somebody's watching close. God damn it. Cheating. Martha May, who was in some kind of relationship with the mayor, and she who's had his tonsils removed twice. Yeah. Maybe they have tonsils in their ass. Jump scares. Kind of. I mean, I guess. Farting and spitting. <laughs> he does spit God, the glass means... out after chewing it. PTSD. Just... Uh, PTSD. Does... PTSD is also PTSD. really funny. He does have PTSD. He gets the right. I mean, yeah, his episode. whole thing, I guess, is PTSD. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Misophonia, which I guess yeah. the Grinch canonically has that anyway, in like oh, all yeah. the interpretations. <laughs> Flashing lights or images, okay. Fourth wall breaking. He does look straight into the camera at one point and go, kids these days so desensitized yep. by movies and television. Uh, why is that a trigger? 
<laughs> I don't know. I guess. I mean, I, guess, I can ask. Maybe this about if someone's most of grasp this. on reality is thin and weak, <laughs> don't look at me. Don't look <laughs> yeah. at me. Babies and unborn children. There are babies. Yeah. <laughs> unborn children. Yeah. I mean, I guess like, the like ones a shot of the... a fetus in a womb or something. Is I don't know. Hey. I guess the ones in the in the floating carriages are considered unborn until they land on the doorstep. Yeah. Until the, the stork fucking drops them. Uh, hate speech. It's because I'm green, isn't it? That must be it, yeah. <laughs> like, or them or them judging Cindy Lou Who because she hasn't come into her nose yet. Yeah. Man in a dress jokes. There's one of those where he's putting on the tablecloth. Oh, uh, nobody mm-hmm. talked about how he pulled the tablecloth and the stuff stayed on the table. Yeah, that wasn't intentional. That was Carrie just doing that. And then he goes Brilliant back and wrecks physical it. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I saw somebody who gave it a one star review and they said they hated every single aspect of this movie. But the fact <laughs> that he did that made it deserve one star. <laughs> The fact that he that that was a pure like as accident. opposed to zero like that was the one yeah that yeah it <laughs> redeeming was quality zero. zero stars except for this one part yeah, one star one star because of that part that's what earned it the one star fat <laughs> fat jokes There's some fat jokes they they call Santa fat boy oh yeah that's right that's man. What it is car crash I don't know if it's a car but he slams that sleigh around a few times <laughs> well there is Funniest also the part. nuclear no, explosion Tyler's thinking, the thinking about his favorite part funniest fucking part someone in, someone is hit by a car yeah okay yeah all of that's in it. Um, I don't know how many of those. This are site actual. is this this site is a great resource for people who don't like anything happening in movies. No, this site I have genuinely been using this site as a resource for years since the time when it the literally only question on there was does the dog die yes or no. <laughs> most important question. And that was I used it literally when it was just that, and it was so useful because very important information to know before going into any movie. And I've just watched it evolve over yeah. the years to add all of these new things. Are that there I didn't crustaceans even know. who smoke? tobacco because i don't want to see that <laughs> it's especially weird when like we discussed lara and i have discussed a couple times when it gets it wrong like when it tells you a dog dies but that was actually a raccoon yep which was in one of the quiet place films mm-hmm. maybe so, they thought the dead raccoon was a dead dog well it's a dark scene so i guess i can understand <laughs> but i mean that's for sure a raccoon i don't know what other people are looking at we ready to rate it's, the damn thing <laughs> 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 I will give it two and a half Grinch Gricks out of God. God. <laughs> five mystery puddings. Okay. This is not pudding. <laughs> uh, Erica or Lara? I give it um, ten pretty masterpieces out of ten. <laughs> Based on that, the first review I saw for it. Yep. That's also yours. I give it, oh. I, I give it 10 out of 10 tablecloths. Like, yep. it's amazing. I'm going to give it 3 out of 3 growing heart sizes. Okay, good, clever ratings throughout. All right. But Bravo. There was a review I saw that said, watch it every year, criminally underrated. Jim Carrey's a legend. It's like, true. It's the exactly third highest grossing holiday film. It's criminally underrated. underrated. Just- <laughs> criminally. Yeah, I, people think underrated these days means like, I don't hear people talking about it every day of my life, so therefore it's underrated. <laughs> People should be talking about this movie every day of their oh, lives. Oh, God, they really person, shouldn't. Th- one person said they didn't like this movie because there was one part that genuinely scared them, and I really want to know what, because there's so much that it could be. <laughs> the Grick. 
Yeah. Oh, God. One, one person said they didn't like how the Grinch basically had a heart attack, but that was a different person. He kind of did, didn't he? He did. He, had <laughs> yeah. he was having a coronary yeah. there for a second. <laughs> um, I just want to, like, for my last contribution for this, for anybody who doesn't like this movie... <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. You've been talking about it for an hour and a half. It's okay. Um, Wait, you got to circle back to me because I can't remember the name of it. So hang on. I got to look it up. Somebody else can see uh, For anybody who doesn't like this movie, you're wrong. <laughs> And I think it's safe to say they take all. it personally if you don't like this very mediocre Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Okay, I figured it out. For anybody who doesn't like this movie, I need them to watch not only Christmas with the Cranks, but Surviving Christmas from 2004, which for some reason Lara and I saw in theaters. But James Gandolfini's in that one. And has, <laughs> per, just has perhaps one of the worst messages I've ever seen in any movie, let alone a Christmas movie. But you that's the message you perceived back in 2004. What if it's different? Do we have to do a rewatch? Yeah, are you gonna make me? I like it's got James got... Gandolfini in it, so yes, I will watch it. Uh, like and isn't Catherine O'Hara in it? Too? Yeah, Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> Catherine O'Hara, amazing Catherine O'Hara, comes out of not acting for a significant amount of time. Won't even come back to voice Sally for Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, but things. she got to work with James Gandolfini. Yeah, and she gets to get made up with makeup and called a whore. Cool. And, that, and that was worth it. If, if James back Gandolfini for. called her a whore, then perfect. <laughs> I mean, she... people who don't like the Grinch need to watch that garbage <laughs> and then come talk to me because that's our anti uh, recommendation for this year. Yeah. <laughs> watch yeah. a worse movie and then compare yeah. it to this <laughs> one. Watch a worse movie and then come back and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> or watch the new Grinch that just came out. Uh, don't don't, all the don't waste your about. time. It's just boring. It's painful. It has a better yeah, rating on IMDb than the 2000 Grinch. It sure does. It's less controversial as well. It's a mediocre children's film. Well, that yeah. makes it worse. Exactly. Yeah. I'd much rather have a shit show that's fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That is a perfect a review for the Grinch 2000. <laughs> a shit show that's fun. I'd rather have a weird, off-kilter, off-putting Grinch movie than a generic safe illumination it's just and i also gotta give this movie so much it's so quotable this movie yes like you remember lines from it i know we established that but that's also because i've been watching this movie multiple times a year since i was three things about stuff and i'm not allowed to talk about one of my favorite christmas movies (laughs) no (laughs) because it's my podcast (laughs) it's my podcast too and i say she can do it (laughs) Oh, fooey. I also edit, so I outrank you. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to do it for us. It's too far. Okay, okay. Never mind. Nothing. Uh, Continue, sir. (laughs) I'm going to let them have their argument off the mouth. Oh, no, we're not arguing. We just stumbled across a comment that we're not going to read on air (laughs) as they speak. Cool. It's so tasteless. Um, But a lot of several people have pointed out Baron Cat in the Hat movie. Yeah. Also, also I think we can all agree on that, if nothing else. I haven't watched Cat in the Hat, but I I feel confident saying it's probably is better than Cat in the Hat. What if whatever Delphini was in it? (laughs) (laughs) Delphini. You just watched Sopranos with me and fucking loved every minute of it, and you disrespect James Gandolfini by calling him Delphini. I love him like a brother. That wasn't James Gandolfini's line. I know. (laughs) 
Well, okay, but what if he was in the Cat in the Hat? Would that influence it? What if he was? If James the, Gandolfini or if, yeah. Polly Walnuts was in the Either. Cat in the Hat. Either. But that the, would make I, it better. Okay. That would make it better. Uh, my recommendation is The Sopranos. Watch The Sopranos. Great show. Actual freaking recommendation. Go check out Horton Hears a Who. It's animated it's i think it's decent a lot of people don't like it but i think it just kind of gets shoved under the rug with the other bad dr seuss adaptations by people who haven't actually given it a chance uh people should watch like everything that jim carrey does especially liar liar and also especially everything yeah, and like also maybe the cable guy because it's got some of that same like unhinged weirdness and the, to it. The culmination, the, guy, the culmination the of his career, his final departing uh, yeah. gift to the world, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog two. two. <laughs> God, I hope that's not his last. I movie. do so bad. I what? what did he say? He said he would come back for another Ace Ventura. Let's keep our fingers crossed for that one. Oh, uh, God, that'd be I mean, everything else is getting a fucking legacy sequel. Why not no, Ace Ventura? None of us mentioned that Anthony Hopkins narrates this movie. Because that's how fucking weird this movie is. You have Anthony Hopkins narrating <laughs> it and it that gets just lost in the background. <laughs> that's how fucking weird this movie is. It took him like a day to record his lines, too. Yeah. <laughs> Which was probably great for him because it seems like all, again, he all dipped. everyone else like, had a terrible time on set. <laughs> yeah, all the people who are like, this is a terrible movie, it looks terrible, like everything's bad. It's just like, I feel like we're lucky it got made because it sounds like it's absolutely <laughs> a fucking nightmare. Yeah, from start to finish. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> there was also one person who said they're always so touched by Cindy Lou in this so again, it's like people. Like Machiavellian scheming to people just, manipulate the Grinch. Everybody has a different opinion and takes things different ways, but I just can't imagine not having fun with this movie. It's so fun. It's so off the wall. All right, I think I've been chastised enough. Never. <laughs> All these underhanded things. <laughs> I hope that this is gonna half. do it for us. I'm just throwing the ending in. <laughs> if you enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Give us a like or rating. Share it with your friends. Follow us at Tongue and Geek on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Tongue and Geek, all one word. Thank you for listening. And remember, don't throw your Grinch baby in the trash. Mm-hmm.